Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback stacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? What teams are losing? Franchises ruined. Fans in the stand booing. Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric. And I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. If this is something you're interested in, go ahead and click the subscribe button, click the like button, click the notification so you know when the video comes on. Ron, we just had the end of the season. What is your best position right now? Because I've been watching a lot of court. What is your deposition? <laughs> Uh, you know what? Um, I it, we are four days since uh, we watched our teams get bounced out of the playoffs. I think I'm finally starting to like my grieving is over. You know, I was grieving for a couple days. Now I'm just like, okay, season's over. It, you know, it was a little bit of a success. We had some failures here and there, but um, you know, I'm, I've moved on at this point. I'm excited to watch the playoffs, watch some of these other teams play. It's a it's a new tournament, so mm-hmm. let's talk about previously the week eighteen, and we'll talk about what we thought the season, your team, my team, the Tampa Bay, which apparently they made it. Mm-hmm. Talk about backing in, and then we're gonna go into the wild card. You know, why is it called the Super Wild Card? Because the extra team, I think. The extra I, I don't team know. or the. Did they play Monday night last last year? You know, I was trying to remember that uh, if they did or I didn't. I don't think they did. I think that's why. Because I was thinking, I'm like, why are they calling it Super Wild Card Weekend? And I figured out that they got games on Saturday. They got games on Sunday. And they got the Monday night. I don't ever remember having a Monday night. I can do without a Monday night playoff game, to be I honest don't, with you. I don't you. know why they squeezed that in. Yeah. You know, I don't know why it's really Yeah. So let's let's talk about the week eighteen. Because if we look at the predictions real quickly, Tampa lost. We thought that they would win. New England lost. We both thought that they would lose this game. And Pittsburgh won. When we both thought that Pittsburgh was gonna win. But then what happened? What happened? What you hit the up to special, I didn't. So it was kind of like a 50-50 week. Well, it was a horrible week, regardless, because our teams missed it. So, um, well, you see, know. your team won. My team, all they had to do was win. They didn't. But well, that was a win for me because I needed your team to lose, right? So I can tell you, I was sitting there while all three games were on at the same time. I had my t- TV exclusively on the Steelers. Um, I didn't want to really wa- look at the scores for any other games. But CBS, and this was annoying, they put the score, the box score, right at the top so I can just see what was going on with the other games. And I didn't want that. I just wanted to kind of be, you know, focus on my team and at the end of the game, you know, see where the other teams were at. Were at. But I got to follow along and um, even the Bills game had me nervous when I was seeing the score, seeing the Patriots for whatever reason that first half um, scoring like they did. And maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, what you saw in that game. But uh, t- in the third quarter, when, when we started to put, you know, put it away, uh, the Bills started to put you guys away. I felt a little bit more relaxed. But then again, that that Dolphins score was up there. Um, and, you know, I, I, you know, even though I had thought that the Jets would uh, would pull off a win, I, I didn't have any faith in Flacco and for them to go out like the way they did and Flacco to be Flacco and not really do anything special. That was definitely disappointing. Uh, I was a letdown. So there was nothing really to cheer about, even though the Steelers won. I wasn't happy at all. Well, I, I initially picked the bills to win this game because not only because I knew that the Patriots were not really a playoff team, but that whole thing with Hamlin, I knew the bills would be, I knew all of America would be against me. Even what were your thoughts when they ran back that opening kickoff? 
my thoughts were like, this is exactly <laughs> what was going to happen. Now, I can't believe it. One time I can understand, but twice, that's a whole different animal altogether. Uh, so, yeah. I, did mean, you, I mean, at any point in the game, did you think, oh, man, we got to. I know you said I was watching the text, right? You guys were texting um, and you said, oh, you know, Patriots are fighting. And I was like, damn, why are the Patriots still in this game? Well, they so, were, it was 14-14 by mm-hmm. halftime. So mm-hmm. they were actually, you know, they were not getting blown out. They were playing. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought, okay, they, well, they're fighting. But I knew that Josh Allen just was not awakened. He was yeah. still, like, doing his thing in the first half where he was, like, just kind of fumbling. Didn't know. I don't know if it was the emotions or what was going on, but I knew at some point he was going to wake up, just destroy and I even said it like two weeks ago. Like, mm-hmm. They're going to be tight in the first half and the Bills are going to blow the doors wide open. That's exactly. Yeah. So it's, it wasn't it wasn't a shock to me at all. So, yeah. I I mean, we're recording this on Thursday night. It just happened like, what, four days ago? Mm-hmm. I'm already moved on. Yeah. I already moved on. I, I It is what it is. I'm not mad. I am. I'm still upset. You know why? Because look who's who got that seventh spot. You got the Dolphins with a third string quarterback. And I think, you know, if the Steelers were in there, especially since we had, you know, we had won seven out of the last nine games, we were just, you know, on fire. I, you know, I think we would put up a better match this weekend than what we're going to see this upcoming weekend. So I was a little upset, you know, because I thought we were the hot team. Uh, I definitely didn't think I thought the, the Dolphins were reeling and I thought the Patriots were a little, you know, up and down, uh, a little too shaky towards the end of the season. Listen, if if the Steelers didn't handle business at the beginning of the year, then we be, wouldn't even have. This oh, yeah. Yep. So, yes, the Steelers were putting things together, but they also had because I actually looked this up, the 27th easiest strength of schedule at the weekend. So it was almost like if you didn't take care of business in the first half, as the Steelers did in the second half, mm-hmm. you need a help. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. And who screwed us over? The Jets. Yeah. The, the Jets team we lost to. You know. The Jets who you lost to the Jets. We beat the Jets twice and uh-huh. still they still screwed us. Yeah. They still <laughs> find a way to screw us. Yeah. So it is what it is. Um Anything else about week 18 that you want to talk about? No, I'm done. Yeah. Season's over. Let's let's keep it yeah, moving. Let's move on. So let's move on to the uh, season review because we are going to go back to way back to August and see what we picked. Well, let's start with the Patriots because I thought that this team was going to go 10 and 7. You gave it an overall record of eight and nine. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you see about this team that made you think they're gonna go eight and nine? And then it was that their final record. Yeah, yeah, I hit that right on the head. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have necessarily the game. I, I had them. What I had them starting off pretty decent, and then like losing towards the end. I don't know if that's exactly what happened, but I think you know for me heading into the season, my question mark was just around the offense. And not knowing who was calling plays, you know, when we had uh, put this together, we didn't know if Matt Patricia would be the one calling plays, like how that was going to work out. Bill was being really secretive. And I thought um, that the Patriots would take a little bit of a step step back this year. Well, I've, I actually, I mean, I don't want to play devil's advocate or play what ifs game, but if... Those three games, the Raiders games, which they threw away that ball, the Cincinnati game, which they threw away the ball, and the one game that's always going to haunt me because I thought that would should have been a cupcake win for them was the uh, Chicago game. So if those three games, if they would have taken care of business, played disciplined ball, we wouldn't even be talking about them. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. That's what they play the games. Uh... The other two uh, Patriots fans also had him winning more than 10 games. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. Uh, on to the Steelers. You had them going 10 and 7. I had them going 7 and 10. They ended up 9 and 8, right? Yep. So 
front, why did you think they were going to go 10 I thought uh, our defense would play better at the beginning of the season. I couldn't predict, obviously, that T.J. Watt would get hurt uh, and miss all those games. Um, but and, and I, I also thought um, Trubisky would play better at the beginning of the season. He didn't, and we eventually pulled the trigger before the bye week. Um, the offense was worse than I thought it would be. Um, play calling was atrocious. We started to click and execute a little bit better down the stretch. Um, but I thought, you know, and I still think this is uh, a playoff team. I really do, um, especially on the defensive side. I think we had one of the top defenses the last like five or six games. Um, and I think the offensively, we're still playing catch up a little bit. We've improved, um, but, you know, we're not, you know, when you compare us to like Kansas City or Buffalo or some of the other teams that are in the playoffs, we're nowhere close, close to that offensively. So I thought we'd have a decent season. I, you know, I had 10 and 7. Like you said, we finished 9 and 8. Uh, we were right where I expected us to be if we didn't throw away the like the Jets game, for example. Uh, that's the game I think we were up. Uh, and then we just blew it at the end. We had the game with Trubisky through three interception when Kenny was concussed and couldn't play. Um, so we had our chances, too. We, we had some misses, but that's that's what happens, you know. You can't. You can't afford to like lose games that you're supposed to win. That's unfortunately uh, what happened to us. Yeah, I thought that the Steelers would go seven and ten, and there were there was two games, actually three, but there were two games that I thought were gonna be losses, and you guys took it as win. That that was when you faced Baltimore. The reason for that is because Lamar was not there. Uh, that changed two games right there. Mm-hmm. So that could have easily, instead of being uh, nine and eight, could have been seven and ten. But but we, I mean, we historically do okay against Baltimore. You know, we 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 know how to defend Lamar and that offense. Um, we match up really well against them. Um, so even if Lamar would have played, I don't necessarily think that they would have uh, beaten us. I think I still would have give the edge to to Pittsburgh. You would have given the edge to um, I think I, you know, and we talk about Lamar, and Lamar, it's, he's definitely a weapon. Um, and I think that they will franchise him. They're not going to give him a lot of money, uh, the guarantee money that he wants, but they will franchise him. Uh, whether or not he plays next year, I don't know. But again, if he plays, I think he makes a difference. I don't Why know. wouldn't he play, though? You mean because of. Not having a uh, contract and then yeah. franchising him? Yeah, they franchise him. He's going to sit out. No, no. You don't think he'll sit out? You know how much money they get for fran- being franchised? I'm not sitting out if I'm franchised. I'm not going to let some mediator, you know, rack me. Oh, you know, you think you should get 20 mil. He, that's what's going to happen. They're going to see what, how much he's asking for. They're going to see how much team is going to give. They're going to meet in the middle. No, that's not how it works. How it works. It works. It look, they look at like the average salaries for quarterbacks. Um, and, you know, you can get franchised twice. And I forgot. I don't know exactly where where you fit in at the first tag versus the second. I know the second tag, you're, you're paid, like really paid. But they're looking at the salaries for all the quarterbacks in the league. He's going to get paid pretty decent. Um, so I don't think he's sitting out. He'll sit out in the preseason, right? Because you don't want to get hurt, to your point. But once the game game star, he's getting you know, he's going to get paid. Now it he doesn't when you get franchised. There's no you get your money, but you don't have that protection of getting injured. So that's a risk he's taking as he plays throughout the season. That's why he needs to get a contract going, and that's why this injury you know that he has now should tell him, hey, just just you know ex- sign an extension and have some guaranteed money. Um, but I mean, I think he'll, if you know, he'll he'll play, he'll get paid, uh, whether he gets franchised or not. He's he's still going to be up there in terms of quarterback pay. See, the thing is, is if he plays and while he's franchised and he gets hurt again, he's not going to get the same money. Yeah, yeah, so I, yeah, I get that. I don't think that, especially his mom being his agent, I don't think his mom would want him to risk that. Uh, he's going to say, he's going to say. We'll see. I don't know. They, they they went and signed what's his name, the linebacker for like a, a ridiculous contract. So yeah, so the money's there. Mm. They have the money. So what happened? 
the guarantee. That's all it is. That's that's what it is. Yeah. So going back to that, I think Lamar, if he plays, he makes a difference. But he didn't play. Guys ended up being eight and uh, nine and eight. Mike Tomlin still winning record. That's right. Over five hundred. Mm-hmm. So he keeps that streak going. Again, mm-hmm. do you want to fight him? I had never wanted to fight him. Oh my god! <laughs> never when wanted to fight him. You guys were him. like one in four. You were like, get rid of my top. You're you're making yes. stuff up. I and will, we can go I, will back look, and, I will look for that. Clip. Listen, I, all I said is Mike Tomlin is not an X's and O's coach. Yeah. He's great with the locker room. Yeah. Great with the media. Yeah. His decision making when it comes to X's and O's. So you're and more importantly, him? you're hiring. Him? That's what I I, I t- you're questioning you're questioning his coaching style. I'm I'm yes. Well, not his coaching style. I'm questioning his decision making, especially when it comes to uh, coaching coaches. I will look for that clip because you okay. wanted him to quit. You actually went out and were yeah, like, you lost your damn mind. I want mind. Mike Tomlin to quit. No, you have lost your mind. You're making I will stuff find, up. I will I've never this. said I want Mike Tomlin to quit. Yes, I told. I I, here's him. what I told. I'll tell you what I told you. No, no, don't change. I, I'll no, find no, no, it. No. We'll, we'll go back I told and I'll find you. it. At the end of the season, I said before the season finishes, as a matter of fact, Mike Tomlin needs to fire Matt Canada. That's what I said. And I said, Mike Tomlin, if he doesn't fire Canada by the end of the season, Mike Tomlin's going to be on the hot seat because the owners aren't going to put up with it. Now, this is me not expecting them to bounce back and be nine and eight. But I said Mike Tomlin would be on the hot seat because he's unwilling to fire a coach that he brought in another bad hire and he's he's had a reputation for bringing in some some bad coaches right that's the part of mike tomlin i i don't like um look at this we're, we're four days in and we'll get to it but mike mccann is still not fired that's the frustrating part of being a steelers fan when it comes to the coaches you know mike tomlin has a lot of influence on who's going to be on his roster obviously uh who's going to be on his coaching staff and the frustrating thing i think people like me, who've been a Steelers fan for a while, and see people like Dick LeBeau leave when Tomlin came in, see some other guys leave. That's the frustrating part. The guys you're bringing in, Mike Canna especially, isn't qualified. So, yeah, does Tomlin Dick, deserve Dick to be LeBeau, fired? No. Dick LeBeau, did he leave to be a head coach? Though? No, he just left. He, he just retired, left? basically. Oh, well, that's different. Quote, unquote, retired. That's, that's different. But I'm putting quote, unquote, because from if you read or listen to anything that's going on in Pittsburgh, Tomlin basically forced him out. You know, that's that's what it came down to. Well, that's the part I don't listen, like about it. Tomlin's a good coach. Tomlin's going to Tom be in is, the is Hall of great, Fame. Of course he is. Yes. But it doesn't make him, it doesn't mean that he can't be criticized, right? It doesn't mean that he should not have, he met my expectations. I told you, I had them 10 and 7, they were 9 and 8. Record-wise, fine. I'm talking about personnel, especially on the coaching side. I didn't like, for example, and I'll go back to even on the player side. So you're happy with nine and eight? I'm not happy with nine and eight. Then what? I expected nine and eight. I expected nine and eight because I expected ten and seven. I got a rookie quarterback playing. I got a brand new offensive line playing. Listen, if they don't make the playoffs and actually make noise in the playoffs, this is this is most. It is a failed year. It's not a failed year with a rookie quarterback. No, not at all. It's it, a, it's why a, did you start? pick it from the beginning well and and again we can that's the part right we can talk about we can sit back and say did he make those right decisions should he have went to pick it at the beginning of the season should he have went to him earlier should he have waited till the bye week those are those are just the decision parts i don't always agree with with mike tomlin i would have done the same thing with trubisky to be honest with you and if you remember how you know how Pickett performed beginning of the season he wasn't even play well right he was throwing some interceptions not all of it was his fault but it took some time for him to grow. Um, and it wasn't until they were like two and whatever that he, you know, decided to put him in, which is which is fine. So I don't have necessarily a problem with, with that part of it. I think for me, I have issues with, again, Matt Canada. I have some issues with some of the people they draft. Um, definitely have issues with the X's and O's. Uh, and then this year specifically, just not being being able to come out and make adjustments that's something he owns whether he he makes the call or not whether he's calling plays or not he's not calling plays but he still owns it right as a coach that's the part that's frustrating to me so 
if you don't want Mike Tomlin fight, right? As you say, and this is what's so next next year. Mm-hmm. What what's your expectation? And you can tell me what you expect this team to be because you kind of texted to the group team, but I want I want to see your expectation. All right, Ron. What what's your expectation for 2024? Do you think that they will go 10 and 7 or do you think they worse record, better record? What do you think? I think they have a better record regardless of who the coordinator is just based on the schedule and I know lots of stuff can so change. Even if it's Matt Canada? Even if it's Matt Canada, we're going to have a better record. Again, I don't want Matt Canada. I think he's limited, right? I still even though we were winning at the end, we weren't scoring a lot. I think our we may have jumped up a point uh, or a point and a half or something like that. But we still weren't scoring like the amount that we needed to. And again, not all of this on Matt Cano came that, you know, there's execution that needs to happen from a player standpoint. This is a young team, right? Rookie quarterback, rookie backup running back, rookie receiver, brand new offensive line. Now we're going into year two. I expect to see some growth regardless of who's calling plays, especially with the schedule we have. So, um, I see 11 wins just looking at those teams at, at the very at the very least. I think we're going to have a good season. I hope we have a different coordinator, but I've convinced myself at this point that it's most likely not going to happen. And even if it doesn't, things will work out because we're heading the right direction. Okay, well, make me a promise that in 2024, if, the, if Matt Canada comes back, you cannot complain about Matt Canada. Because obviously... I can still complain about Mike him. Mike Tomlin has decided to stick with him, mm-hmm. and that means... You like Mike Tomlin, you have to deal with the decision. I got to deal with it regardless, whether I agree with it or not. Like you could ask all of Steel Nation. I think 80, 85% is going to tell you to get rid of Matt Canada. But 80, 85% probably are, are saying it's not going to happen because that's not who Tomlin is. That's not who the Steelers are. They let you play out your contract, right? They let you coach out your contract and then they get rid of you. So, you know, it's, it's probably not going to happen, but... Again, there's still a lot of positives, I think, over the last, like, six games. Um, like we're not scoring. We're still you know, not executing touchdowns all the time. We're still kicking too many field goals. But we can, there's, there's a lot to build uh, off of. And more importantly, like I said, they're not rookies anymore next year. You know, Kenny's had eight or nine games under his belt. Uh, you know, Najee Naka will be healthy. Jalen Warren will be healthy. And, and he's not a rookie. Pickens will be a rookie might be the number one next year to be honest with you over Deontay so there's lots to build upon that's what I'm excited about that's why I was asking you earlier what are you excited about for your team for next year those are the things I'm excited for uh for my team yeah I can't I can't say I'm excited about my team for now because I'm still hurting about the 2022 season and how bad they played and half the team is free agents mm-hmm. anyway so I can't say here and say, well, this guy is going to come back. That guy is going to come back because they weren't really rookies. Mm-hmm. Most of them were on free agent contracts. So I can't really say. And until we reshuffle the whole coaching staff, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's just too early. I The only thing that really got excited me about 2022 was the defense. I think mm-hmm. the defense was well. Of course, we got the safety that's retiring. But if they keep that nucleus, then we're fine. Because that defense was a top 10 all yeah. year. And you had some young corners, and right? We had so some rookie. young corners. So there's a lot to be excited on that side of the ball. But on the other side, it's just a total mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rumor is that Mike Jones, Mac Jones is out. Hmm. That's just the rumor. Uh,. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if they move on from him. I'm, nothing will surprise me anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you can anything goes. Yeah. Basically. At the same time, I don't believe everything you hear either. Right. So Matt Canada being gone and being replaced by Byron Leftwich, you know, and I love Byron Leftwich. I would love to have Byron Leftwich as our coordinator, but I'm not believing it. Right. Leftwich coaching his team right now in the playoffs. Um, and for him, I mean, his next move really should be a head coach job, not another coordinator position. But it's not rumors, though. Bill Belichick was asked about Mike Mac Jones, mm-hmm. 
uh, next year? He would not answer. What's what was the question? The question was. Do you think Mac Jones will be a starter for you next year? He dodged the question completely. What did you expect? But that is Bill Belichick. He's he not going to commit. Exactly. So he why why if Tom Brady? If you ask that question, no, all time, no, no, no. He, he would not say that. He would, about he would Tom Brady. answer it in a Bill Belichick no, way and, no. and not even he give pick them. his words very well. You know how he talks in mm-hmm. a monotone. He picked a very well. He even said Mac Jones can play in this league that's all he said he didn't say yes he's gonna be my number one next year he didn't say you know what he made improvements but why should he be there why he should he be committing to anything well and why should why he say anything to him? why did he draft why him? should he say anything to like appease media or fans he, that's not who he is he can care less so yeah so we can speculate all we want until he yeah, actually what, so says, what do, think, what do you think is going to happen next? Do you think Max there next year? There's so many quarterbacks that are going to be the free agent. And you drafted two in the last two years, so no, I can tell you right now, you're Listen, not drafting another quarterback. No, it's, I'm not talking about drafting. I'm talking about who's available. Derek Carr is going to be available. Jimmy G is going to be available. Um, uh, what's his name from? Uh, I don't know if he's actually coachable, but Baker Mayfield is going to be available. There's so many free agents mm-hmm. that are veterans. You talk about a seventy-something-year-old. He doesn't want a. He doesn't want a rookie mm-hmm. to mess up with his team. You know. You know what it's all about. The Don Schuler. So why, why sit here and go five hundred mm-hmm. with a rookie? Who, obviously, you saw from different reports, he didn't like it. He was showing up the offensive coordinator. Yes, Matt Patricia did not call. But you don't show him up in national TV. Mm -hmm. That is not the Patriot way. Sorry to say. You didn't see a quarterback for the Steelers showing up the offensive coordinator. But but what exactly? So what exactly? Because I haven't been following. What what did Mac do to show him up exactly? Show Um, some frustration? not Not only show frustration, but he said... This is fucking bullshit on national TV. I mean, if you can read Miles, he said the F word. So why? Oh, why so show him up? You're speculating. I think this you're... is total speculation, but I'm just saying, listen, this is the same <laughs> guy who Do you remember last year what Big Ben did to Matt Canada almost like every after every game? And where's Big Ben now? <laughs> well, exactly. Still. Exactly. Still. I mean it happens. You're gonna have the and games he, where Big you're... Ben wanted to come back, right? <laughs> just, they, that's, he came out of his mouth and said, They wanted me back, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> listen, Matt Joe's especially after that embrace with Josh McDaniels at that Raiders game. You know, you're going to trade him to for Derek Carr? Is that what I'm hearing? No, I'm saying that if we get a good deal from the Raiders, why not give Derek? Derek Carr can still make those throws. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so he's not going to bitch and complain about the play. But before you even get to Derek Carr, you got to have an offensive coordinator. Yes, like exactly. One. That's the most important thing. Yes. That's what I said beginning of the season. Like, that's what worried me. That's why I had them only winning... Uh, nine games or whatever, eight games, um, you know, at the beginning of the year, because that to me was just so, there's too much tor- turmoil around that, not enough clarity around that. And you don't want it to me, should never go into a season with that many unanswered questions. Not only that, not only the offensive coordinator, but then I found out that the running backs coach retired, that the offensive line coach retired. There was a lot of people that were on Bill's side for years and years and years. And he basically went into the season blank with a blank page. It was definitely a rebuilding year, but there were some bright spots on the defense. It is horrible to say that his son has something to do with that, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing that kind of excited me. For this. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the wild card. Let's go into it because we keep talking about this year. We could be here forever. Uh, the first game. Actually, let's call it what it is. Super Walker. <laughs> yeah, let's make sure that the Super is included. First game, Seattle at San Francisco. It's a 42 and a half point over and under. It's a 10 and a half spread. 
10-point spread to San Francisco. Rod, what's your prediction? I got San Fran winning 24-16. I think it's going to be closer than what most people will predict. Um, I'm not 100% sold on Rock Purdy just yet. I mean, anyone could come in and have a couple of good games. Let's see when the spotlight's on you. A game really matters now, like one and you're done. Let's see how he reacts to that type of pressure. I saw a clip of Seattle and how relaxed they look um, this week. They're out there like dancing and stuff. They're, they did not nothing to lose, right? So I think it's going to be close. I had 24-16, but I can actually see it being closer. I just think um, Seattle just doesn't have enough, especially on defense, um, to win the game. San Fran's defense is just too good, um, and San Fran's going to win. Yeah, I had, uh, I had almost the exact same score, 24-17. I think that uh, initially Seattle makes a game out of it, but then the defense is just too damn good. They have a lot of weapons, uh, the Niners do, and they just pull away. I don't even... I mean, I have a 24-7, but it could be like 28-17. I don't know. I think that San Francisco figured out a way to score... Um, although, I mean, like you say, Brock Party, I mean, he's only a rookie. Yeah, and right now, I mean, he's doing a good job, don't get me wrong, but he's doing a lot of turning around and handing it off to Christian McCaffrey, ball, too. Yeah. So, right, they know who their stars are, and they're getting the ball to their stars. Uh, but at some point in the playoffs, might not be this game, he's going to be asked to make a critical throw at, under pressure at a critical time of the game, and he ain't going to be able to make it, not as a rookie quarterback. When veterans struggle at that sometimes so that's going to be that to me that they're downfall throughout these uh playoff games uh the next saturday game this is a saturday night we have the chargers at the jaguars it's uh uh chargers are favored by two points 22 and a half point under rod what's your prediction yeah i got the uh jags winning this 27 to 24 um Chargers are that team that's on the up and up. Finally made the playoffs. Uh, but I told you the Jags are a good team beginning of the year. And they'll be right here. But knocking on the door for a playoff spot. I really like how Jags finished off the season. That's what it comes down to. Um, Trevor Lawrence is playing pretty decent ball. I still missing a, some throws here and there. Um, I think they can pull off. Yeah, I guess this would be. An upset, sort of, even though it's only a two-point spread. And it's in Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is going to pull off an upset here, 27-24. I have an upset, too. Uh, I don't think the Chargers coach is ready for... I don't know what he was doing the last game. He should have been resting them. Instead, he was getting people injured, left and right. Uh, I have a final score with the Jaguars winning... 28-21. 28-21. Uh, I like the Jags. I wasn't picking them at the beginning of the year because they look terrible. They did. I don't know what Trevor Lawrence was doing. Uh, maybe he was getting accumulated to the new system. But then the division that they were in was also terrible. The Titans just flat out gave up on that. Uh, so that is my Saturday upset. Uh, I think the Jaguars take. All right, moving on to Sunday. Miami at Buffalo. Buffalo is favored by 13 points to 43 and a half. Ron, what's your prediction? Yeah, I think we're looking at this. We got the same exact score, 35 to 10. I just think. <laughs> Who's the quarterback? Thompson. Yeah. They're going to get. The Bills are going to beat them down. Um Last week, starting off shaky, like you said, um, that's not going to happen this week. I think they are going to be in full playoff mode. Buffalo is. I wouldn't be shocked if Hamlin's out there uh, beginning the game, you know, to, to bring his team onto the field or something like that. They're going to be motivated and they're going to beat the brakes off the, the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't think the Dolphins have a chance in hell gonna be cold gonna be a home game uh the divisional game might be a home too they just i mean 
what can you say? This is like a team of destiny. <laughs> they should win this game. They should win to go all the way to the AFC Conference. Uh, yeah, Miami's going to be blown out because they definitely backed in. But I want to ask you a question. What's your opinion on Tua? Should he retire or should he come back? I think he, I think he should come back, given another chance. Um, not this year, and really, I mean, the year's pretty much over if they lose, anyways. Um, but I need, I think, next year he needs to change his game up, um, not take all those hits, learn how to slide, throw the ball away, play safer, um, because he is the type of person that gets it appears concussions easily and frequently and that can be something that can not only not you know end your career quickly more importantly you can have like lifelong repercussions from it so i think he should give it a, another chance you know it's something he obviously grew up wanting to be a football player you can't just like give up on your dream that quickly but i think he needs to change uh there's changes he needs to make you know on his end and with how he plays um, to to protect himself a lot better. Well, he's not he's not vested because I think it's five years that you have to play yeah. NFL. Um, and maybe he got a good enough contract that he doesn't need to come back. But I don't know how that works. Where if you retire, do you get the rest of your contract, or the, does it void out? I have no altogether? idea. I don't know. Uh, I think he needs to just hang it up. Just say, yes, I played three years in the NFL. Choose a second career, one that he knows is no contact. And just live out your life. Have kids, get married, or he's already married. But I don't think he, he deserves to play anymore. Well, not that he deserves. I think that he's taking the chances. And the chances haven't gone his way. Mm-hmm. Why take him? Yeah. What, do you believe any of these rumors about Brady going there? Next year. Well, Brady, there's rumors that Brady might go to the Raiders. There's rumors that uh, Brady might go back to the New England. That ain't happening. Which, again, that's just a rumor. Well, don't forget, like, Dolphins wanted him, right? Dolphins wanted to, they had that deal, I guess, that got blown up uh, with with, uh, Sean Payton being the coach, Brady going there and having some sort of ownership stake. I don't know exactly what it was, but. Um, I can see Brady going there next year, and then at that point, like Dolphins would be saying, "Let's listen to it." Although he's still on a, uh, like a rookie contract, so he's not getting paid a ridiculous amount. But he they can say, "Hey, Tua, just sit for a year," um, or they may just like say, "That's it for you. We don't want to take that risk and cut him at that point." Because I mean, let's say hypothetically he does come back, and he plays out, and he gets hurt. It really gets hurt to the point where, like, you know, Muhammad Ali type of hurt. He doesn't, everything is slow motion and he just can't really speak. And mm-hmm. that would be a horrible state of Miami Dolphins, the whole entire organization. Yeah. So why even risk it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next game is the Giants and the Vikings. The Vikings are favored by three points. It's a 48 over and under. Ron, what's your prediction? Yeah, I'm going with the Giants here to pull off. Uh, This would be an upset too, especially on the road. And I think I'm going with my heart here and not my brain. um, Because my brain would say Vikings should win uh, this game. Um, But, you know, I, I just want... I'm glad the Giants are in the playoffs. I want them to have some success. I don't want to be one and out, so... I got them winning 24 to 21. It's going to be important that they take care of the football. Uh, it's important that Barkley has a really good game and is heavily involved. More importantly, it's going to be important for that defense uh, to step up against all of Minnesota's weapons. Jefferson's cook, you know, they got to figure out a way to slow those guys down. Well, this is the thing is I also have the Giants winning. 17 to 14. I have a very low scoring game, but this is the thing is another free agent quarterback is Daniel Jones. So do you think he gets an extension out of this game? If oh, they yeah. Win? 
Yeah, I think he's played well enough and has earned the respect of the coaching staff and owners. Um, he, he'll get an extension and it won't be anything like crazy. No, it won't be like a Mahomes deal or, you know, uh, what's his name? Deshaun Watson deal or anything like that. It'll probably be middle of the road, you know, type of contract, uh, which is still about, you know, 20 million or so. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to be back. And I don't trust Cousins at all. Uh, I don't I don't know if he's going to... I mean, Kevin McConnell definitely has gotten the best out of Cousins this season. But there was a statistic I saw earlier today where all season long, they were negative three scoring. So points allowed against points scored, they were negative three. So that told me right there that their defense is kind of washy-washy. And you have to have a decent defense in the playoffs. If your defense is washy-washy, I don't, I don't think that the Giants can hang, can hang points-wise. Mm-hmm. But that's why I gave them a low score. Uh, the Sunday night game is Baltimore at Cincinnati. It's an eight-and-a-half Cincinnati favorite. 40 and a half over and under. Ron, what's your prediction? Yeah, I might predict this spread gets even wider now that Lamar's uh, officially out. Um, I mean, I got a 28 to 14 score, but I think the last Baltimore score will be like just garbage time touchdown. Um, so I see Cincinnati handling them pretty easily. Um, 28 to 14. Yeah, with no Lamar... Uh, playing in this game i have a 28 to 10 that score could be like 35 to 10 it could be even higher i think that cincinnati is out for blood uh in baltimore it's like it's gonna be like big to the blood basically mm-hmm. they're just gonna blow them out because cincinnati you know they got jim mm-hmm. basically afc wakai it's gonna be a flip that's horrible yeah yeah. Now I know why Mixon tweeted, you know, he was so upset. He was like, this is as effed up as he wanted oh, yeah. to be. They got screwed. They got screwed. But Joe Cool, man, um, if it's if there's one quarterback that I like, and I've we've talked about quarterback ratings before, I think Josh Allen is physically more gifted than even Mahomes is. But Joe, Joe Cool, Joe Burrow's confidence that he plays with, um, it's just it's just amazing to watch. Um, like he, it wouldn't shock you. Would it shock you if Bengals are right back there in the Super Bowl? Again? No, it would not. No, it would not shock me one yeah. bit. I mean, I know we'll talk about the Chiefs next week, but that thing that they pulled with the Raiders with the that was just ridiculous. Rosie, I don't know if that was. I, and that's, that's why I go. You know, I. You know, it's easy to hate the Chiefs. That's why I hope they lose for stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know if that ranked up lower to me because I was like, why would you? Why would you do that? It's disrespectful. That's not only towards the Raiders, but like football in general. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What is going on? Mm-hmm. And this is me, Tom. I cheer for the Patriots, <laughs> and they did some shady stuff, but on like open, wide open to the public, just like oh, it got me heated. Yeah, got me heated. And yeah. I'm not even a Raiders fan. Yeah. Okay, so we got Monday night, the last game of the Wildcard Weekend, the Super Wildcard Weekend. Dallas at Tampa. Uh, Dallas is favored by two and a half. The forty-five and a half over and under. Rod, what's your prediction? Hey, man, you can flip a coin with this. I have no idea what's going to happen here. I got Tampa winning 21-20, but if you were to tell me uh, Dallas goes in and wins, I'm not going to be shocked, right? Tampa has had one good game in the last, like, eight or nine offensively. Um, they're an eight-win team. That that itself should tell you, you know, how good or not good they are. Um, I got Tampa winning. I don't feel confident about it whatsoever. Um, you know, if they get past this week, they're they're going to be out next week. 
And that's if that's a big if. I got Tampa winning this game 28 to 21, and that is a lot of points that I'm say Tampa is gonna score. I get a super super good defense. But I can't trust Mike McCarthy at all. <laughs> I just can't. Do I trust him more than uh the Tampa Bay quarterback uh head coach? Not really, because he didn't he did not do a good a good uh coaching this year with the defense. It was up and down. But you never know what's gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that could give you another three interception game himself, too. So uh you know, Dallas the the defensive line and then Parsons is it's that's a that's gonna be trouble for Brady. That's what is should keep them up at night for this week. Um and then Mike Evans, yeah, he had a really breakout game, but is he is he gonna be able to play to that uh you know that level again this week because they're gonna need it to to beat Dallas. Um I'm almost talking myself out of, you know, Tampa winning, but I'm going to hold on to this Tampa winning 21-20. Yeah, I'm 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 holding on because I really dislike Mark McCarthy, and I think he's all hype. And I don't think he was the right coach to, you know, bring this team to a Super Bowl promise land. I don't think. Dallas is the favorite in Tampa. That I mean, that that by itself tells you. But not by a lot. But still, you know, to go on the road to be a favorite against another playoff team. That tells you, like, a lot of people don't have faith in Tampa, that's for sure. That's for sure, yeah. Even Vegas is like, no, Tampa's not a good team. So, yeah, I'm cheering for Tampa, not because of the roster, because of Mike McCarthy, but obviously Dallas has a much, much, much better roster than Tampa. Yeah. And that is the wild card, super wild card weekend. Uh, Coming up, Ron, any plans that we should know about? Any plans for what? Are you gonna Are you gonna watch all six games? Are you gonna watch, you know, four games? Are you gonna just skip them all? What What's gonna be? I think I definitely will watch the Bucks game just because you know we live here in Florida. That's almost a much uh, a must watch. Uh, I'd like to watch the Vikings game Sunday at four thirty. Should be able to watch that. Seattle should be. I don't know. The Jags game should be good Saturday night. I don't see myself watching all of these games, to be quite honest. But uh, I think I'll try to make you know make sure, make a point of getting in front of the TV for that Jags Chargers uh, game, and then uh, you know for sure for the uh, for the Bucks game on Monday. Yeah, I mean Monday night. I mean they definitely picked good days because there's nothing going on, on Monday night. Mm-hmm. So that Tampa Bay Dallas game, yes. That's definitely on my my watch list. And I guess the Jaguars Chargers game, just because we did pick the Jaguars to win all out. But all the other games are not really that competitive, no, right? No, you were saying eight point spread for most of these or, or more. Yeah, so it's 10 for San Francisco, mm-hmm. you know, 13 for Buffalo. Does that, you know, is that cooking weather? Type games. I don't know. I yeah. Don't, I mean, it is going to be cold this weekend, but I don't know if. I mean. What are your plans? You watching? You watching the games? You got work? Or what are you doing? I mean, I would rather work than watch this game. <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm not scheduled to work. But I'm definitely watching the Tampa game. Yeah. I don't know about the. I don't know about the rest of the games. I don't. Maybe maybe the two upsets, the Giants. Vikings and Jaguars Chargers. The other games are, are not really that competitive. I don't think. Yeah, is. yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, so that's that's it's a super, but not really. Yeah, I I think it just goes to show you we we the playoffs were great two years ago when it was just what six teams, sixteen, the seventh team, you know, in both conferences are just not very good. I mean, you can rule out. You know, obviously the Bucks. I would rule out I would, the Seattle. I would rule out the Dolphins. Those are three teams. I I say I have no chance of getting to the to the second game. Yeah, this is. I mean, you know, if it first it was the seventeen game, and I was like, okay, 
you want to play 17 games, that's fine. But now they're opening up, now they're letting another one to play out. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. how greedy are you? Like, <laughs> I just try to squeeze out every little drop mm-hmm. of every. It's pretty soon it's going to be like 16 teams. <laughs> yeah. No, just let them all in. That's yeah, it's, all... It's, why? Why even? Yeah, why even do this? Why even do this? It's like, oh, uh, this is. It's like the NBA. NBA is like that, man. I'm like, for God's sake, like, why are these teams? They're barely like 500. Why are they in here? It. You know what? When when we had the pandemic and we had all the teams, you know, under one roof playing, and whoever had the best record. I actually like that system because it was kind of like a tournament. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whoever had the most win would win out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. This is just, you know, it's we're going to see spreads like these, especially on one car weekend for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Maybe even another more teams coming. So mm-hmm. we're just going to keep going. But. Listen, we sound very somber because none of our teams made the playoffs, but... Yeah, I can tell you, if, if the Seals were in it, I'd be excited right yeah, now. I'd be Pats, talking I'd be about, like, we yes. got a chance. I'd yes. be trying to convince everybody listening that how the Steelers have a chance to, to beat the but Bills. It's, you know, the teams that made it, I mean, you talk about Miami, you talk about Seattle, you talk about Baltimore, which, you know, with the whole Lamar thing, it's like, this team was not even at 100%. Right. So... Mm-hmm. Just like what's this is not very competitive. No, not at all. No, not at all. Anything else that you want to say to the listening, to the crowd, to the new uh, uh, tournament that we're in right now? Good luck to all uh, the teams out there, um, all the fans listening. Thanks for your support. May your team win. Uh, I know they all can't win, but. Uh, may you have some success uh, in the playoffs. And again, thanks for uh, the support. Yes, thank you all. Thank you for the fan base. Uh, I think your, I think one of your cousins was like, you know, this show is very biased. Told me. I don't it's know supposed which, to be. I don't know which cousin it was, <laughs> but it was one of your cousins. And I was like, yes, we know. That is the whole point. <laughs> yes. That is the whole point. <laughs> So yes, if your team is at the Steelers or the Pages or the Bucks or the Giants or whatever other team, you know what? Just tell us and yeah. we'll, we'll we'll investigate. We'll mm-hmm. do the research. Mm-hmm. We'll do the roster review. We'll do all that. Don't be bashful. Yeah. If you like it the way it is, believe me, so do we. Yeah. <laughs> so do we. So in that note, I say go whatever your team chooses. Yes. Who cares? Yeah, Go. Go. Go playoffs. Go playoffs. Peace. Peace. Hey, guys. Thanks again for watching. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, shutyourmouthpodcast at gmail.com. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at sympodcast. Thanks again.